Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the DeathDoorProds.com video games podcast, the final games podcast of 2017. As always, I'm Dad. Remember, today we have Alex. And that's that's about it. Just me. Yep. Unfortunately, Caveman just, cannot be joining us because he's me. out visiting his in-laws. Yes. Because, you know, it's Christmas. Those in-laws and their Christmas. Good thing you I don't have You damn in-laws and you're fucking I, wanting to be together for fucking holidays, you weirdos. No, I have no in-laws. Most of my extended family is on the other side of the country, so it's just the people I see every day anyway. This year will be the first time I've done any kind of like really family get-together thing in like seven years. What do you usually do on Christmas? Just stay in your lonesome place? Pretty much, yeah. Like uh, like what would happen was like I had, like for the first few years, like for the first few years of my life, it would be... It would be like we'd get together, like have like a big family dinner at home, and then we would go over to my aunt's place on Boxing Day, and then have a big celebration there with like even more food, and then also the rest of the family. And I guess for those that don't know, Boxing Day is the day after Christmas here in Canada, and I believe in Britain. I don't know if you have. Yeah. I don't know if you guys have that in America. We, I mean, we call it that, but we don't really do anything. But yes, yeah, some people are like, hey, it's Boxing Day. Nobody cares. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's what we used to do. Um, then eventually, once I got old enough that I was able to like move out and like go to university and stuff, and yeah, my sister moved out because of things I'm not going to get into on this fucking podcast. Uh, we just kind of stopped doing the family get together thing on Christmas Day, and instead just kind of went over to my aunt's place. And then got to the point where everybody, where every one of my fucking cousins had kids. And I got to the point where just all kinds of horrible things would happen to me in my head whenever I went into public. So now it's like, hey, so that's like, hey, my mom's like, hey, if you want to come with us, that's fine. If not, then like, whatever. Yeah, this will be the first time in a while that we've had any kind of like family get together at my mom's place. Really? Yeah. No, it's this pretty much the same thing we've been doing for the last. 10, 15 years, everybody gathers, except a lot of people that used to gather are no longer alive. Oh, uh, that sucks. Unfortunately. Well, I mean, they were, you know, over 80, so yeah. that tends to happen when you get that old. And depending so, on how yeah. well things go for me, I might be able to get a switch by the time we get ba- we come back for podcasting. But what about all that pizza money? And I... When January rolls around, I will be getting I'll be getting more money in terms of like actually, in terms of like government benefit stuff like you know GST like tax tax returns and whatnot. That will supplement pizza money. Ah uh, yes, you're one of those people. Yes. So yeah, that's what we got happening. In the meantime, I got fucking. I played some stuff. What did you play? Well, I finished the first fucking... I finally got into the first trial section of Danganronpa. 
Which the the latest one? No, Danganronpa one. I'm gonna say that's right. That's right. You didn't play that yet. Yeah, I am just starting. I'm doing a doing let's plays of them. Okay. Oh, that's right. You do those things. Yeah. By the time this podcast goes up, that episode of the that episode let's play should also be up. It's almost three hours long. Jeez. Maybe I should watch these let's plays. Pardon? I said maybe I should watch your let's plays. Maybe. Because I just you just like oh that's right you do those. Yeah, you know they're up on the website that you that you kind of technically work on. I, I checked the website, but you should just say, "Is the podcast up?" Yep. Okay. I don't need to listen to it because, well, I I remember what everybody said. We do other podcasts. I know. And then I also have like we also have like fucking. We got my Let's Play series. Then James from the fucking D and D game. He has his own horror game theory, like themed Let's Play series. I think I, I watch it. I listen to the other podcasts occasionally, but I'm just like, wow, this is wow. We're really long. Yes. It's kind of the point. We're not doing. We're not yeah. doing one of those fucking heavily edited half hour podcasts. Yeah. So I'm like, this is nice, but uh, maybe I'll come back to it later, and then later never comes. Yeah, this is this maybe. is your long ass commute podcast. Yeah, pretty much. Ah, but anyway, yeah. No, I so. just, no I, yeah, I just go and I'm like, well, let's see. Did, did he did he make something? I said the headline again. Oh, he did. Okay, cool. <laughs> That's pretty much why I check it. Ah, oh, Christ. Anyway, yeah. So episode of that going up. Like I said, it's almost three hours long because. When I, when I last left off with that, I was I was getting into the investigation, like seeing what was up. Got into the investigation, and then I just rolled right into the trial, and I was like, "Well, I'm not fucking stopping. Keep going." Basically, yeah. Let's I was see what like, happens. It's like I I'm, I'm going to get through this today. Fuck me, I'm going to do it. There's a point where we should stop, and we've clearly passed it. So let's keep going and see what happens. Exactly. It, I, I I record let's plays like a stream of consciousness, kind of thing. Like once I. Once I like feel like I've reached a good enough point where I've run out of things to say or have run out of whatever, then I was like, "Oh yeah, I think that's a good place to call for today." But for this one, I just kept fucking going because fuck me, those trials right. are so much to... goddamn fun. Yeah, I once watched a, a Twitch friend of mine uh, play Danganronpa for like seven hours straight. I think I watched all of it. <laughs> I didn't have a lot to do that day. Oh god, those fucking trials are so much goddamn fun. It's the like there's not a super huge change in terms of, like in terms of, like number of mechanics or whatever from like a Phoenix Wright kind of thing. It's still like deductive reasoning, fucking pressing people, presenting evidence and stuff. But can you dramatically point your finger at them and shout objection? Uh, no. Instead, you dramatically shoot a bullet at them. That is the truth and scream counter. Oh well, it's not quite the it's not quite the same as the finger point because you know that's really rude in Japan. It's not quite the same as the finger point, but it runs in real time, and that's kind of what yeah. that kind of makes all the difference. I mean, it's probably rude in Japan to shoot somebody too, but they don't have any guns there, so we're not just shooting yeah. them with bullets; you're shooting them with the truth. The truth, yes. Oh man, I yeah, I don't know. It was just, it was just a lot of fucking fun running through that fucking trial, like flying by the goddamn seat of my pants. Because like typically with like Phoenix Wright games, I'm really bad at them. Like, I'll miss some piece of evidence or miss some fucking cue that isn't blatantly obvious, and then I'll fucking spend, like, half an hour just going around between locations, just seeing what I missed, and then just saying, fuck it, and pulling up a fucking walkthrough. Yeah, that's usually what I do. But with this one, I can't do that for a couple of reasons. One, because it's on my PC, and that's what I used to look up fucking walkthroughs on, on my PC. Two, I'm recording it, so I can't exactly stop the recording to go look at the walkthrough. 
And just put like a just cover the screen and be like, "There's just no, nothing is going on here. I'm definitely not looking up the answer." No, yeah, sir. and like and like, see, I kind of don't want to. Like, I want to play through that game as pure as I can. I think it did an all right job. Like, I was able to like come to conclusions of stuff before the evidence fully got there or the story. Like, I feel I feel like kind of an idiot saying like I'm really good at deductive reasoning in this game where the whole point of it is deductive reasoning. It's like that first fucking well, that first fucking trial thing. Uh, I was nice I was so fucking excited to, to have figured it out before it actually happened. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah, like uh, first first case I guess for anybody who's haven't wa- for anybody who hasn't been watching or played the game. Uh, one, I recommend checking out my Let's Play series for Dong and Rampa, Trigger Happy Havoc, available now on DustorProds.com or YouTube.com slash DustorProds. Uh, yeah, so in the, in the first thing, um, you and a girl, you and a friend uh, switch rooms for the night. Uh, you wake up the next day, see that the uh, name plates on your doors have switched and that she is dead. What a twist. Yeah. So you begin investigating. The room is all kinds of fucked up. Uh, you find the sword that was used for that that you had t- like kind of like taken as a self defense thing in the room, but that has been unsheathed and out there. There's damage on the blade and damage on the sc- scabbard. Sorry, and uh, the dead girl had written in blood uh, some numbers behind her. Those very obviously not just numbers. You also see you also find a spashed crystal ball, as well as some as well as a burnt piece of clothing next to the incinerator, and one of the knives from the kitchen is missing. Woo! Yeah, weird thing. Weird thing that I noticed throughout, throughout the entire game. None of them seem to know what a knife is. What is this pointy thing? Yeah, like she was stabbed it's very a obviously through a knife. We, you can see, like you can still see the blade and the fucking handle. It's like she appears to have been stabbed by some kind of sharp object. And they say that the entire time. It's a sharp object. It might have been a knife. Maybe not. Yeah, and then you get down to like the actual trial section, and everybody thinks it's you. Everybody thinks you did it because she because she died in your room. But then you begin finding clues and shit. And Kyoko is there; she's a detective helping you out because she's like she didn't immediately suspect that you were the murderer. I wonder why. Yeah, so you begin just banging things out, and you eventually learn that the reason that the reason that that girl wanted to switch rooms is because she wanted to kill somebody and put the blame on you. And the second I found that out, the second I realized that, I got so goddamn happy. I was like, oh, you fuckers. This is it, isn't it, you bitch? And the numbers, uh, they the second they fucking show the actual, like, still image of the numbers, you can see that there's a fucking line in between the two ones that make, an, that make, them, that make it an N. So it's also blatantly obvious who the murderer was from the jump. Jeez. I hope, I hope, like, as it gets later on, it, those clues either get, like, a bit more obscure or like a bit harder to figure out because like while I do suck at Phoenix Wright and Ace Attorney I do still fucking love playing them I like I like figuring that stuff out and like and so me actually figuring it out me actually me actually figuring it out gives me a better sense of self-satisfaction than solving the first case in this game did Uh, do they withhold information from you or do they let you know everything uh, they don't let you know everything. They give you all the pieces that you need to figure things out through, like, just talking to people and finding contradictions in what they say. 
Well, I mean, they don't they don't throw a twist at you by like being like, "Hey, this this important information you would have figured it out a while ago, but we didn't tell you." Uh, nothing like that, from what I from yeah, what like I remember. Persona Four does. Yeah, in this, uh, in in Ace Attorney, uh, which I guess is a good which I guess is a good transfer point because I've also been playing Ace Attorney. You got the I got the Ace Attorney trilogy on 3ds, so it's the first three games in the series. Again. For the third time, no, actually. Uh, so, first time, I, first time I got the got a, I had a 3ds. I bought the fourth game. Yeah. Well, actually, technically the fifth game. It's the fourth. It's the fourth Phoenix Wright game, but the fifth main series Ace Attorney game. So not the one with the one the guys spin off. I guess. Uh no, it will. So I'm, I'm not I'm not including Miles Edgeworth in it. I'm talking about um, Apollo Justice. Okay. Oh, poor Apollo Justice. He doesn't count. Yeah, so so Dual Destinies was the first one I got. Then I sold my 3DS. Got another 3DS. Then bought Spirit of Justice, the fifth, the fifth, sixth game. Then sold it. The only time I'd ever bought in the other Phoenix Wright games was on Wii. Good old Wii. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm playing through it again, and I still fucking love these games. They are still so fucking good and so fucking weird. Because Japanese court systems are weird. Like, that's the thing. I don't even think this is the Japanese court system. I think this is just a really fucked up court system. Oh, maybe. Because, like, I I don't know. Like, innocent until proven guilty isn't just, like, a fun little thing. That is the That is how the courts are meant to operate. Not in Japan. Yeah, like, over here in North America. Uh... I I'm pretty sure it's like this in most of like United States, but I know it's like this in Canada because I went to fucking university and studied law for two years. Yeah, I didn't study it well, but I studied it. But like the the burden of proof is on the prosecution side. Like like everything is stacked in the defense's favor. Like yeah. like the so, like so the yeah, uh, prosecuting side has to give the defense all of their information, but the defense doesn't have to give the prosecution jack shit. Yep. Uh, and if the and if the if the prosecution isn't able to properly convince a jury, then they're presumed innocent and given like a verdict, a verdict of not guilty. In Ace Attorney, the judge is a dumbass who is easily swayed by other people other people's opinions. Yeah, because the stereotype is Japanese judges are stupid for some reason. Yeah. I don't and know. And so why. the judge who looks like Santa. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, it's the second the, the second like anybody says anything, the prosecution like says something or the witness gives her testimony, he accepts it as hundred percent pure fact. Until you as the defense begin poking holes in it. Also, like magic is just straight up accepted as a as a like legal fact. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they do that in real life. Yeah, because like one of the cases hinged on the fact that the defendant was a spirit medium and thus was able to shapeshift. Because they can do that. It's straight up a thing. Like, like the according according to this game, the channeling technique of this one special village of spirit mediums causes the person when causes the medium when they bring a spirit into themselves to physically change into the form of that spirit. 
and that was like and that was like one of the main fucking points that the prosecution was do, was using to try to convince the judge that my client was guilty. As well, she's a spirit medium, and so if you look like like somebody got a picture of the murder of the murder happening, and they got a look at the murderer's face, it was very much not the defendant. Yeah. But the prosecution was like, well, she was, well, she, you know, she was channeling the spirit of a dead person. So obviously she wasn't going to look like herself. And they're just like, well, that makes sense. Also, pretty much every prosecutor is like some form of criminal. Yeah. Like the fucking, the main antagonist for the main prosecutor for um, part two. She just carries a whip and like whips people. Like cops and her. the judge, yeah, and she somehow she gets away with that, yeah. And also, even though I've beaten her like twice in court now, she's still like I have a perfect track record I've never lost before, and I will defeat you, Phoenix Wright. I don't know what the deal with that is, but she is she is crazy. That's just you know how it works. Yeah, and then I haven't gotten to the third game yet, but I remember playing. But I remember what I played of it on Wii. And, yeah, the third guy is always late. Because his name is Godot. Yeah. And we're waiting for him. At least he shows up. Yeah. Oh, no. Spoilers. <laughs> spoilers for spoilers for waiting for Godot. He doesn't actually show up. Yeah, spoilers for that fucking Beckett play from, like, what, a century ago? Like, decades ago? I don't know. Yeah. Hey, I, I saw it, like, two years ago, though. So, <laughs> play, starring Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen. Oh, dip. That's fucking... Yeah. That is one hell of a fucking bill. That it was. He says, I knew, I knew from the start that he wasn't going to come. Yeah, everybody does. Yeah, well, no, my dad didn't. I was just like, he doesn't <laughs> tell me that. He's like, what? I was like, I thought everybody knew. That's the, that's the twist of waiting for Godot. Godot doesn't actually show up. Yeah, that's the point, dude. It's like the sled. Sure. It's from Citizen Kane. Oh right, Rosebud. I'd never seen Citizen yeah, Kane. Rosebud. Oh no, but you know, but you know what Rosebud is. Well, yeah, because despite the fact that I've never seen Citizen Kane, everybody knows about Citizen Kane. Yeah, it's like I, I'd watched it in film class, and and he's like, "Okay, does, there, does everybody know about the sled?" And like, literally every single person rose and he's like, "Okay, good." It's still a good movie despite that. But yeah, you you guys, because literally I'd never even seen the movie before, and I'm like, "Okay, so Rosebud is the sled." I know that. Yeah, it's a weird it's a weird aspect of that movie that like I cannot tell you what that movie is about, but I can tell you what the sled is. It's about a guy named Kane named Kane who is a good citizen. But he's not really happy. Sure. Truly Yes. Well the thing the thing with this the thing with the sled was like even even though he was a successful businessman and pushed into being a like a very important and powerful figure, he was most happiest when he was a child. Playing with his sled in the snow. Yeah, and, and again, that I also knew because it's been fucking parodied all the goddamn time. Ah, uh, yes, that's true. Yeah, it's like, Rosebud. And then cut to yeah. newspaper saying, hey, Kane wanted to be, hey, Kane was happy when he was a kid hanging around that fucking sled. No, that's not, no, 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 that's, that's never, I actually, I don't think, that's not actually proven in in the movie. It's the it's in the it's parody. Just, oh, okay, maybe that was it. No, because yeah, in the movie, was, they're like, what, th- what did he mean by this Rosebud? Yeah, but like in the in the parody stuff the, I've seen, it's just yeah, it's just like some fuckers just like he says Rosebud. It's like what does Rosebud mean? And they go and they like they like find a picture of him with a sled called Rosebud. It's like oh, this is what it means. Oh, that just makes it too easy. It was essentially in like movie twists explained. Ah, uh, yes, or something stupid. It was some retarded fucking YouTuber. 
Anyway. Yeah, so Ace Attorney wise, I I don't really have much to say in terms of like actual like big criticism or stuff of it because everybody's fucking everybody who knows about Ace Attorney it knows what Ace Attorney is. Anybody who doesn't probably don't care. Maybe it's not kind of it's went back. When he, it's, not, it's not when Phoenix beats up the Hulk by tripping over stuff, right? I uh, know oh, that's that's, that's, that's NBC three. <laughs> oh God! I back, back when I played that game for real, for real. I actually my my main team was Deadpool, Dante, and Phoenix Wright. They were like they were like my three. That, that was my fucking main. Just everybody. Every time I went to a fucking match, I was like, "All right, Phoenix, right? I'm gonna go find the fucking vase. I'm gonna go find the knife. I'm gonna go find the fucking whatever. Then I'm gonna go into trial mode and fuck that dude up." Phoenix Wright's really weird in that game. Yes, he is. Well, I mean, what do you expect? It's Phoenix Wright. Yeah. It was already a stretch to have him in the game at all. Yeah. Yeah, it was. But I mean, like, of the modern, of, like, the modern Capcom characters, who the fuck else are going to put in that fucking game? Not Mega Man. I said of the modern Capcom characters. Oh, that's true. Hey, he's got a new game. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. So he maybe he'll be modern again. Well, know. new game. With the hopefully very implied air quotes. Yes. Like, yo, you want Mega Man with an updated art style? Go fuck yourself. Well, they updated the art style. A little. It's not like just the 8-bit again. I'm talking about, like, actual fucking, like, new shit. Like, what fucking Mega Man X was back in the day. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. You're never getting a new, I mean, you're never getting a new Mega Man X-esque new Mega Man game. It's just going to be, yo, you know that stuff you did before? That, but, like, it's different, kind of. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, it's not. I mean, how many more alternate universe Mega Mans could they come up with? Don't need an alternate universe Mega Man. Just like make Mega Man, but new. Fuck, you know, Mega Man Legends, Mega Man fucking Battle Network. You ever gonna get one of those? Fuck no. Yeah, no, it's too bad. Battle Network is dead. Go fuck yourself. Oh, I'm so sad. <laughs> I miss Battle Network. Maybe maybe they'll come up with something for its 20th anniversary, but probably not. Yeah, I feel like I should say something about, like, comparing fucking Danganronpa and Ace Attorney. Because, like, those, like, the reason that I actually fucking bought, actually, the reason I tried out Danganronpa, the whole reason I tried it out at first was because it was because I heard somebody compare it to Ace Attorney. And? Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, like the trial stuff and like investigation stuff, that is very much Ace Attorney. It's just like going from fucking room to room, looking at shit, getting fucking information out of it, talking to people, getting more information out of that, then going into a trial and presenting that information to contradict people. That's like it. That that is that is that is Phoenix Wright right there. But they also add like Dungarumpa also adds on like a bunch of other stuff, like really weird fucking mini games. Like, like you'll see if like you'll see if you watch the fucking video that could be going up soon. Uh, the the uh, as as, we're, as we were like as I'm like in the fucking trial, um, I mean, you know, countering points left and right, and then the Kyoko is like, "Hey, there's something missing from the crime scene. You know what it was?" And they custom another mini game where I have to fucking like talk, like I have to shoot letters in order to fill out a fucking like hangman style thing 
to spell out the word hair. They like this metaphorical shooting thing a lot. Oh, yeah. And, like, when you get to the very end of the fucking thing, you have to, you have to like, have a... You have to essentially, like, shout over the guy. You have to essentially shout over the guilty party who is currently shouting, telling you to shut up. And to do that, you play a rhythm game. Like, like, there, there, like there's, like, a little track that's having to beat. You have, like, one, one like, a little fucking glowing dot gets into a circle. You have to hit the fucking button in time. And you do that. You target one of his statements telling you to shut up. Then you hit Y to shoot it. And you just do that until you get to the end. And then he shuts up and accepts his fate. As they receive a ironic punishment. Of course, from that evil bear creature. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, I just don't know how I feel about that stuff. Like if like if it was if the game was all just if the game was all just like Phoenix right button real time. That would be way that would be like way more for me than having all these fucking weird mini games in there. Like all like the real time debate stuff and like all the reasoning, all that shit, all that works incredibly well in this. It, this is a that is my favorite part of this game so far. It's just that gets interrupted occasionally by weird fucking mini games that don't fit. Like a similar thing happened with three, where I was playing that, and I was like, "All right, yeah, you gotta select tiles, and those tiles will reveal something underneath it. And then once you have everything, you have everything of this item revealed, select it, and then I will fucking present the truth." I'm like, "Fucking what?" And then there was another one where you just had to fucking drive a car and go pick up hookers to get to the truth somehow. Of course. Yeah, that shit's weird. Uh. So like, the game is still really fun, and I'm still like enjoying the, th- the things I enjoy about this about fucking Danganronpa are the same kind of things I enjoy about Ace Attorney. Just Ace Attorney is a more pure example of it. So, yeah. Then finally, well, it, it was made first. Yeah, yeah, it was made first. Huh. I actually think I actually think Ace Attorney might have been like my first visual novel style game I played. Like I think I'm, I think I might have heard of visual novels before, but it was mostly in the context of weird Japanese sex things. Yes, Japanese are so socially awkward; they need games to to uh, simulate actually socializing with people. And then that backfires, and they end up falling in love with drawings of women. Yep, and occasionally drawings their, of young their, underage girls putting their PSP on their pillow. Word. So, they do that. Hey guys, I'm getting married this week to my Game Boy. You want to fucking come? Or something along those lines? Just yeah, they did that. It's like, hey, I put a I put a 3ds inside my body pillow so I can fuck it while staring at my waifu. <laughs> That's what body pillows are for, right? Also, if you want to, you know, hug them. If 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 it's too early, if it's too early for you know sex with a body pillow. Yeah, you have to, you you have know, to say that you to your marriage. Too, you, you can't you can't go too far too quickly. Yeah, your wife was a proper lady. It. Oh, that's so sad. 
Kind of. I made myself sad with my own jokes. Yeah. I was like, man. Anyway. Uh, other than that, I mainly been playing Darksiders 2. The Dark Side. Yeah, I got it for free on PS4 because of PS Plus, and I've just been playing that. Hey, you know Zelda? I know Zelda. What if Zelda was, like, written by a 15-year-old who was kind of into metal? So, it's like um, the My Immortal of uh, Zeldas? (laughs) Kind of, yeah. Like, it is... It is like, yo, this... It is like a fucking... Some dude... In, like, middle school, who was really into Warcraft, like, especially the Horde, and listened to a Slipknot album once, and then tried to make a new Zelda game. Do they constantly go on about goths and metal and how preppies suck and how they're Satanists? Uh, No, it is more, like, very dark, high fantasy kind of shit and, like, biblical stuff. Like, like there is no god or the devil. It's the creator and the destroyer. Of course. Like, the first game is the apocalypse. How else would you start it off? Yeah, like, Darksiders 1 is about the apocalypse and the end of all human life. As war, this big fucking World of Warcraft original character. He fucking shows up against slaughtering demons and shit. And then has to go around and collect pieces of the Triforce. He then gets fucking told, he gets fucking arrested by the, by the Charred Council, these weird rock mouths that control all of reality. And then Darksiders 2, Death, his brother, uh, sets out into the world to try to resurrect humanity to save his brother's life. You know, like Death do. Yeah. And for some really weird reason, they changed the other two horsemen. To what? So instead of being fucking like Pestilence, War, Death, and, sorry, like Conquest, War, Famine, and Death, it is War, Death, Fury, and Strife. Okay. Yeah, I don't know why they changed it. Uh, if we ever do get a Darksiders 3, it will be about, I believe, Fury. She's the lady one. Does she have an eye patch? Uh, I don't think so. Okay, just checking. She's not that Fury. I just, just, just thought I'd ask. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I have never, like... Played a game, played a game passively for so long. It is really weird. Like I, I've been playing this game for like maybe ten hours now. I cannot tell you where I am or what's happening. And this is, and this isn't like a fucking like Metal Gear Solid Five thing where things are just so goddamn convoluted that I can't. Like, I don't know it. what's going on anymore. No, this it is very simple. I just do not care. Like, I've been playing it on my second monitor with basically no sound on, watching something else on my fucking main computer. And so I'm just sitting there, like, trying to skip through this fucking dialogue because I do not give a fuck about what this weird, about this weird fucking, like, metal band front man wants to do with this weird giant stone person. Like, their mythology is, their mythology is so fucking dork. And I mean, and I mean, dork in the way that I just said it, where where it almost sounds like dork. Yeah. 
But not quite. Yeah, where everything is just so fucking hardcore and brutal and shit. And, like, everybody is everybody is either fucking, like, ripped as hell or a woman. It's it's so hardcore, it's it's silly, basically. Exactly. Like like I said, this is somebody's first it's tr- OC. It's trying too hard. Really hard. It's Mazen Kaiser SKL. Okay, I got it. And, it. and it was, like, trying really hard in a different way than the first game did. Because there's because there's kind of character customization. Like in the first game, you would go around and get power ups, but the power ups would not really change your appearance at all. In Darksiders Two, you have loot, and there's like an overworld with a dungeon that you can go down to, and the loot that you get does actually change your appearance. And for a chunk of the game, I was running around like a cowboy. Because some of the uh, shoulder armor you can get is actually just a fucking, like, poncho you drape over your shoulders. And you get a revolver. And a horse. So for a good chunk of the game, I was a haunted cowboy. So it's just like Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> yeah, but worse. But but much more edgy and metal. Totally. Okay. Seems fair. And yeah, like I I've been playing it for I've been playing it for a while now and multiple times when I've been playing it, I've thought about just exiting the game and uninstalling it just completely just fuck this game. And why are you still playing it? Because I keep forgetting to do it. Oh. Like this isn't like a hate thing where I'm like, "Oh fuck this game, it's fucking stupid." It's just very Bland and boring and middle of the road so that any kind of any like real emotion for me to stop playing it and uninstall it is gone by the time I exit the game. I was going to say it's it's so bland and forgettable you can't even remember to, to uninstall the game. Exactly. And then I'm like and then I boot up my PS4 again. It's like oh, I'm playing this. Might as well go back into it. Because I because I have no emotional response to this fucking game at all. Wow. That's uh it is one of the most middle-of-the-road fucking games I think I've ever played. Like, control-wise, it has its problems, and there's, like, little niggles and stuff. Like, uh, like the platforming is really imprecise and not exactly up to snuff with the, with the level of platforming you have to do in this fucking thing. Like, it's, it's weird. There are, there, are like, there are, like, huge margins for error in this, but then every once in a while, it'll just, like, fuck up in a really stupid way. Like, like, there's a wall one you can do. Um, you have to, like, actually be landing on the wall at an angle before you can run across it. And as you run across it, you go across, you go across it like a little parabolic arc. And along the way, there there will be occasionally, if you, like, have a really long wall to run across, there will be these little stumps that you can you can grab and essentially use as a automatic boost that can, like, push you that extra little bit in order to get you, in order to get where you need to go. With those, you can be, like, three feet away from them. And still have it trigger the animation of you hopping over it so you can get the extra little bit. But then there was one, there's one like a wall I was running across. I did like two of those and then I had to jump off at an angle in order to land the platform I wanted to get on. But no matter what angle I jumped at, or like no matter, no matter like what time I, like I did it like four or five times. And those first four, I just couldn't get the timing right. So I would just like jump off at a angle that appeared to be much larger than any other angle that I've done in that game. And just missed the platform completely. 
And I could not tell you why that was happening that way. It was just this really fucking annoying jump that irked me in a way no other jump had in that game. It was making you so apathetic you couldn't even focus properly. Kinda, actually. Uh, Combat-wise, it has like some very basic combo stuff with light attack and heavy attack. Well, actually, I should say, your main weapon and your sub-weapon. Because, you know, death is a sub-weapon. Of course he does. Yeah, his main weapons are his sickles that turn into a giant scythe. And then his sub-weapon can be an axe or some kind of very like very big, slow, heavy blade. Or really fast punching gloves. And here I was expecting a sniper rifle. Nope. Uh, sometimes, sometimes the punching gloves have blades. Sometimes they just do fucking like proc for elemental damage. I also got wrath that can be used for like magic spells and stuff, like summoning little imps to go attack dudes or doing other kinds of special moves. I've gotten a good chunk of the spells and stuff that you can unlock, and I've basically done nothing but use the like exploding imp dudes that you can summon. Because everything else just kind of fucking sucks. But you're still going to play it. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I've made a decision. I made a decision earlier in the year to actually finish more games because I spent so, so damn long, like just not finishing games. That was actually, that was actually kind of where my fucking deci- like ideas about you know difficulty started coming into fruition. It's like I'm not finishing a lot of games. Maybe it's because maybe it's because the games are too hard, or I'm too bad at them. They're too hard, or you know, you lack the skill. Yeah, I need to get good. Yeah, training montage. <sighs> yeah, Dark Siders too. I might have it's an opinion. You, I you might have an opinion on it, anyway. but I don't remember what it is. Anyway. Darksiders 2, the focus stealer. Yeah. Uh, other than that, uh, still just playing MGS5. Are you any closer to understanding it? Nope. But I did Fulton a tank. Yeah, I was in did a, I was in a, like a, I was in like a destroy heavy artillery or heavy unit thing. Had to like destroy armored unit. Went around, killed killed all the ground troops. Then all that was left was one tank. So I got my stomach and crawled up to it and Fultoned it, and then I completed the mission. Just this fucking tank oh. had a balloon stuck to it, and then it just like popped up. Mission complete. I was like, oh fucking sick. Well done. Well done, Snake. Impressive snake. Yeah. Then I had a shower, I pet my dog, and exited the game. Because I was like, well, I think I'm done for today. Kind of can't beat so how, Fultoning a tank. So how far are you from finishing it? Uh, I have no idea. I am still in, or I'm still in Africa. I just got the children. Because at one point, because in the mission I just did, I had to escort out five children in an escort mission. Of course, with an attack you know. helicopter after me. Yeah, and somehow That's, did it. Just, just another ordinary day in the life of Snake. Yep. 
I'm sorry, Big Boss. Man, I'm sorry, sorry, Venom Snake. I'm sorry, Punished Snake. Ugh. Huh. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just still been playing that. I'm about 30 hours in. The ending is nowhere in sight. I don't even know what the ending would be. All I know is I need way more fuel resources in order to upgrade my fucking R&D platform so I can make new shit. Because I am at max capacity on pretty much every space right now, and I'm not able to upgrade a single fucking platform because I do not have enough resources. But I am fucking drowning in GMP. I think I am close to a billion now. So what do you do with them? Uh, GMP is money. Use it to like oh. use it to like buy resupplies in the field. Use it to, use it to buy swap out loadouts. Use it to you use it when you fucking Fulton dudes. Use it to develop new research stuff. It's just money. It's just a so resource what? that you so, use to improve stuff around you. And I have not been able to improve anything around me because I do not have enough other resources to do it, like fucking common metal or fuel oh. res- or fuel resources. I guess how how do you get other resources? Uh, you can. I think there are certain platforms that you can uh, level up, that you can like upgrade to begin mining stuff for you. Uh, you can also find it out in the field, either through like little like little like boxes of it, or by Fultoning shipping containers. Hmm. Yeah, which is something I've only recently recently been able to do because I am now in Africa, where there are way more ship containers full of fuel resources than precious metals. Yeah, playing in Africa, it's begun. It's begun. It's it's come. It's come to such a point that whenever I sneak onto a base, instead of looking for the instead of looking for the um, like power station to blow up, I now just go around looking for shipping containers to fucking Fulton back to my dudes. Because that way, I will get shit. Yeah, instead of just doing? having things be dark. Resources. Yeah. Can't <sighs> kill you now. It's steal, stealing your resources. Yeah, totally. Oh god. I'll kill you later. It was like, hey, I, hey, I, uh, Ocelot, I know there's a mission going on, Miller, but like, I, they have like five shipping containers of fuel resources, and I really need that. Like, the prisoner can wait, right? I know he's like about to die or whatever, but I need to upgrade the R&D platform, so I'm going to just go steal all their gasoline or whatever. It's still a lot of fun. It's just that it's not a game that I sit down in to fucking play for serious. It requires focus to play Metal Gear. Yeah. Otherwise, you'll never understand it, except you probably still won't. Oh, fuck no. I I have no idea what the hell's happening, hell is happening in that goddamn game. Anyway, that's what I got. Alex. Okay. Okay. So, I finally took the plunge and got Final Fantasy 15, the boy band edition of Final Fantasy. So, who's your favorite? Well. Who's your husbando? Who's my husband? Uh, no, I don't think uh, they're not They're not that good. Well, here's the thing. I, I've, I've barely gotten started because for some reason, as soon as I access the open world, 
my uh, my PS4 starts to like it's like too much too much stuff overloading, and the fan <laughs> starts making a very a very frightening sound. So I can only play it in little chunks before I have to turn <laughs> it off before before the thing turns into a jet engine and flies out the window. <laughs> so they just they just released an update where you can finally play as the other characters. Because oh, one right. of the things yeah, they were, they were doing that. Yeah, well, because each of them has their own DLC episode, which I still haven't played any of them yet, or bought any of them for that matter. So now they're like, well, since we created a control scheme for all of them, let's just put it in the main game. So now you can switch, whenever you're under attack, you can switch to one of the other three guys if uh, you have the upgrade in the menu, because it's something you have to, like, you know, put points into. Okay. And. Yeah, and it kind of like if you switch, like if you switch to Prompto, Prompto can only use guns. So his his chapter is apparently like just a third person shooter kind of thing. <laughs> so all of a sudden, if you, you know play Final as Fantasy. him, yeah. Well, I mean, well, they had Dirge of Cerberus. <laughs> so, I mean, as a third person, I, I mean, think it, I it played makes, that, it, and I did not remember it being a third person shooter. I remember it being an action game that had shooting in it. Well, it was something like that. I mean, there's still, like, you know, HP damage and stuff, but, uh, you know, all his weapons are guns anyway. Because, I mean, even the, even the the main combat, it's not turn-based anymore, because that's apparently old-fashioned. Yeah, it hasn't, like it hasn't really, been turn-based since, like, part 12 or something? It hasn't been turn-based since 10. Oh, 10, really? Yeah, 10 was the last turn-based one. Wasn't 10-2 turn-based? Although I will say, uh, yeah, okay, well, yeah, but I don't really count 10-2. But okay, yeah, ten two is part technically part of ten. It's also turn based. No, twelve was the first one that is that kind of has a different system, and I couldn't tell you what it was because I've never played twelve. Isn't twelve? I might the, actually get it. Isn't twelve like the online one? No, that's eleven and fourteen. Okay, for some reason I thought eleven was like a regular one. Twelve was turn based. Twelve was online. Thirteen was regular, and then fourteen was online. No, eleven was online. Fourteen is online. Well, that's stupid. I've never, I've, ne- I've never. Well, eleven came. Well, eleven came out like in the year two thousand. So okay, been, Final Fantasy twelve was the Rabbit People one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the fuck was eleven I mean, then? 11, eleven, eleven was. Uh, oh, eleven was also online. Just, I said, I, yeah, I've said that. Eleven was eleven was a much more dated MMORPG. Apparently, I don't know. I never played it. I never played 11 either. For, I mean, I never played 14 either, for that matter. Maybe I'll get around to it now that it has a free trial and I have something that can handle it. But anyway, 12, 12 was the first one to get away from turn base, but I've never played 12. Now that there's a PS4 remake, I might finally get around to that too. 13 had this horrible system where like pretty much everything was automated. Yeah, just like you, you, just you, kinda, you set up like different like commands, scripts like, hey, do this. Yes, it was terrible. It was no, it was no fun at all. And there's a reason why I, I never got very far in thirteen. Even though my friend keeps telling me it gets better later on, but I'm like, well, if I'm bored to tears within two hours, I don't think it's going to get better later on. Yeah, it's like, yo, fuck you, dude. This game's fucking terrible. Yeah, but I mean, like, I still have the disc, so maybe, maybe I'll give it a try one day if I'm really bored. Like I think, I think I said this before, but a buddy of mine lent me his copy of Final Fantasy thirteen. I did the first combat counter and gave it back to him. I lasted a little longer than that. I, I couldn't. It was like, oh, this is too terrible. I mean, well, I mean, I, I gave it a chance for. I, I, I waited till like you actually unlock the whatever spear grid 
whatever it is for 13, I don't know. Because that takes a while. And it still didn't really get any better. So I was like, okay, I don't think this is for me. Yeah. Also, something else came out that immediately took my attention. I forget what it was. Anyway, 15's combat style, thankfully, is not like that. It's more like a kind of gimped version of Kingdom Hearts. Okay. Like, a, uh, like you know, like like the enemy comes up, you can lock onto it, and you can do melee combos. Okay. And you can also yeah, cast that's... magic, but it's huh. So it's yeah. I guess it's kind of like Kingdom Hearts in a way, except Kingdom Hearts is Kingdom Hearts is based around one weapon, so there's a lot more you can do. Whereas Noctis has. Uh, like all the final fight, like he has he has swords, he has big swords, he has spears, he, he has sounds daggers. like eighty thousand swords. Yeah, he he's he's like if you switch to another weapon, he'll like pull up a bunch he'll pull up a bunch of weapons in front of him and then like grab one. So it's it's kinda like that. So it's it's it is it is kind of fun, admittedly. It's it's not quite as like crazy as Kingdom Hearts or Actually, it's like a lot like Kingdom Hearts 1 before uh, Kingdom Hearts 2 got all crazy. With, like <laughs> all the various things you could do. Yeah, before it got crazy. Yeah. Well, before there was like several combo variations. It's just like you, you can hit him three times. That's it. There's no combo finishers or combo extensions. or I think maybe Kingdom Hearts had a few of them, but not like the second one did. So it's just like, hey, you can do a, so many hits with this one weapon. You can do a jump slash. You can do stuff like that. You can cast for Raga. You get you, yeah, you you can ca- you can equip uh, a f- a spell to one of the slots and then you'll like cast one spell and it has a cooldown. Yo, you like materia? Yeah, there's there's no materia. There's a apparently you make like magic potions or something that like you can use expend charges to cast fire. You mean in fifteen? Apparently he gets in fifteen. Yeah. Huh, I thought it was like grenades or something, like spell grenades. It's it's yeah, it's it's sort of like that, but I don't know, it's it's like it's like take elemental stuff and then you you combine it with a vial and that lets you like cast fire. It doesn't look like he's throwing a grenade, it looks like he's gesturing and a fire is appearing. Huh. I don't know. I'm I'm more concerned about the imminent fire that sets in my PS4 when I try this. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why it does. It doesn't do that with other games. If someone, someone's like, "Yeah, Final Fantasy 15 is very poorly optimized for PS4." So, like, if your fan is dirty, and mine probably is because I've got it used, then it'll uh, start the the fan chugging. Only, only when I'm in the open world, when I go into a cutscene, it stops. When I go into like an enclosed area, it stops. <laughs> but as soon as you go go into the massive, like, sprawling open world, it's like. Sounds like you need a PS4 Pro. Or I need to get this one cleaned. I mean, I did, I did, I did pay kind of cheap for it because I got it from another guy because I didn't want to buy a new one. <laughs> so I guess that's... I, I didn't anticipate this being a problem. Maybe I'll take it to a place to get service. I don't know. Anyway, I can, I can still get little small bits out of it, and it's pretty fun. But yeah, like w- when you switch to Prompto, like all of a sudden it's a third-person shooter because he only has guns. So, like all of a sudden, like, and uh, 
apparently he carries around like various web, various different types of guns in his DLC. The main game he doesn't have that, but he still has the gun. So all of a sudden he'll pull out like a rocket launcher out of nowhere <laughs> that has like like I, I've watched footage of the DLC. He he runs around like a rocket launcher on his back and like a machine gun t- strapped to his waist. But in the main game, he doesn't have it, so it's just like I'm just gonna pull this rocket launcher that's almost as big as me out of nowhere. I feel like it'd be funnier if like his like he, I think his ours like main guns just like pistols. Yeah, his main guns are pistols, the ones that he was designed to use in the main game. I feel like it'd be way funnier you know? if the pistols just start firing rockets and like machine gun style ammo. There's like all the animations, all the animations are the same for like him shooting. It's just like when you do, when you're in like machine gun mode, the animations are just yeah. sped up to a certain extent. So it's just like. With your fucking pistols. That would be interesting, but no, they just had him pull out his weapons from the DLC. Or like when or when you like go to fire a rocket, you just fire one you just fire your pistol and then a rocket just comes out of the barrel. It's like concussion shot from Mass Effect. Yeah, sure. It's like you just fire you just fire well, you just fire an explosive grenade out of like your assault rifle that very clearly has nothing like that on the on there. Or it'll be like a hacked version of GTA five where your like assault rifle shoots out cars. Yeah, something like that. So anyway, I don't have a husband do from the three of them, although <laughs> some of them are kind of entertaining. I like the British guy just because he's he's always he's he's like the guy that cooks Ignis. So whenever he's walking around, all of a sudden he's like, "Hey guys!" and everyone's like, "What?" He's like, "I just came up with a new recipe," and they're like, "Oh, cool!" Yeah, that's great, dude. Just well, it's just like in the middle of combat when you whenever you pick up some recipe item, he's like, "Guys, guys, I just came up with a new recipe." <laughs> Or, or recipe as is as cooking like is, a big part of that game. Um, not really, but every every time you, every time the, like you can either camp. Every time you camp, you like make camp. He'll, you can, he can cook something for you, and you'll get like a boost. And it's only when you go to camp that like you actually level up. You acquire experience from killing stuff, but you have to either camp or like stop at a hotel or something for it to like process. Ugh. It's very big on camping out and road trips, which is weird because the actual main storyline is not set up for that at all, and it clashes horribly <laughs> when you're like driving driving on the road, and all of a sudden, like you know, your highness, you have to, you have to come back to the capital city. We're under attack from the evil Magitech Empire, and I'm like, wait, what? But dude, where'd that come from? We're almost in Vegas. I'm, I'm like, wait, I'm 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 like I'm I'm driving around and like stopping at a diner. Where's where's this evil emperor come, empire come from? Like you're driving along, all of a sudden this like. High tech airship flies up from nowhere and starts dropping out robot troops. I'm like, wait, what? What? Co- what genre is this game again? Yeah, it feels like they. It feels like somebody at Square just like made a tech demo of them driving. I was like, oh yeah, we'll just put this in New Final Fantasy. Fuck it. Apparently, the the original guy like heavily based it on a road trip that he was on when when he and his friends were younger, and uh, then he was pretty much. Force, he, he he was basically forced to go to another project because he was holding it up for too long, and this other guy took over. And uh, he likes to do dark fantasy stories, but they already had all the road trip assets designed, so they kind of uh, had to salvage it and mesh it together. And it doesn't mesh together all that well. It does not, and especially like given what I know about Final Fantasy, the road trip stuff itself feels like a departure from the rest of the series, let alone from within its own game. I mean, they've they've well, they've had games where you you have cars and stuff. Like no, I mean, I mean, like very just, basic. just like looking at the world from what we've seen so far. Like from what I've seen so far, at least, 
it's really weird. Like, like you know, you don't like the uh, fan, you don't like the main like big cities where like stuff is happening, and it looked kind of like a Final Fantasy city, like this big European esque techno fucking aristocrat shit yeah, with the gi- with the giant castle. Yeah, but then you go on the road and it's like, hey, here's a gas station and a convenience store. Yep. Like that feels weird, and I feel like I would have been way more interested in this game if it was, hey, here's Final Fantasy, but. It's like basically an alternate version of our world where you stop at the fucking like Seven Eleven, go pick up this shit, and it's like, oh, whoops, our car broke down. Better rent a chocobo. Yeah, or, you can do that too. Yeah, it's just like it's like you and your bros out there doing bro shit, getting involved in some weird conspiracy. But instead, it is, hey, it's you and your bros out there doing bro shit. I think I stop that because Final Fantasy happens. Yeah, it's like, it's like, but he's a prince, and his bros are like his royal bodyguard. And I'm like, but they're just like his friends from childhood. He's like, yep, they're also the royal bodyguards. If they were an actual boy band, if you, if you like this might be a sequel to Bouncer. Yeah. Could be. Could be. Like, even Prompto the Gunslinger, he's like, oh, I just played I just played a lot of shooting games when I was a kid, and then I took a self-defense gun course. Okay, I guess I'm your bodyguard now, Noctis. I'm like, <laughs> Okay. I used to play shooting games. I took a self-defense course. Now I'm the bodyguard of the fucking prince. Yeah. That's how that works, right? That's how that works. And then and then he's like, also, he knows how to like use rocket launchers and machine guns. You know, self-defense. rifles somehow. Yeah. I remember when I was a kid, I was really into duck hunt. Then I went to a self-defense class. Then I became John Wick. I mean, at least the at least the big sword guy is like he's like from the family of royal protectors. So yeah, he's like, like that okay. makes sense. He's the most Final Fantasy ass yeah. character you mentioned so far. Yeah, Gladio. Yeah, but these other fuckers. Yeah, and then there's there's Ignis, who is like the he's like the royal advisor. He was like the super genius kid who like grew up with the prince. Wasn't Ignis the prince? Royal advi- no, 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 no. Noctis is the prince. Ignis okay. is the cooking guy. Okay. Ignis is the cooking guy. But he he was like he's supposed to be like his future royal advisor or something. I think so say he was also wife. no no not a future wife no no I'll get to that in a minute <laughs> no good yeah so um no Ignis is Ignis is like his royal uh, advisor kind of guy who the vizier like all, the vizier basically except he's not evil at least as far as I know so a non standard so he, vizier. He, he, yeah, so he's in charge of like his he's in charge of his health. That's why he cooks because he has to get him to like eat healthy. So he's like he he's takes he's make sure Knox is okay. And then there's Prompto, who is just like this dude he went to school with, who's like, hey, can I be your bodyguard? I, I took a self defense class and I'm really good at shooting shooting games. Sure, why not? <laughs> so I mean the the yeah the first two kind of make sense. Prompto really doesn't, unless there's like more to his character. Maybe no, there I'm, just, is. I'm just imagining I think like there is. I'm just imagining just like fucking Noctis, Ignis, and Gladius or whatever fucking name was. Yeah. Just the three of them out there doing whatever, like bodyguard person, like fucking vizier, prince guy. And all of a sudden, some dude rolls up with guns. Yo, I like shooting games. Let me be your bodyguard. He's like, sure, dude. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yo, yeah, like, yo, you guys ever play Time Cop? Pretty sure they made a Time Cop game. They should have. I think they did. I think they had it in the movie th- in the movie theater. It's like, yo, what's up? I'm, d- I'm one there. of the dogs of the AMS. You want to fucking play House of the Dead? It's like, yeah, sure, dude. 
fucking hop in the car. We're going to go get some fucking chips and hang out with Sid. The the royal car. Yes, the royal the royal convertible. The yeah, regalia. The, the royal boy band mobile. It's called. Yeah. You know, not like, you know, a ship or anything like that. We'll ha- we'll have him drive around in a convertible. Yeah, we're going to ha- going to have him drive around in a fucking Volkswagen. And then you and you can get like off-road tires put on it so you can drive off the road. <laughs> yeah, yeah, guys, let's hop in the Lincoln, put in the fucking all ti- put in the fucking all-terrain tires and go four-wheeling. Yes. In our goddamn town car. And their town car it like it looks like they put monster truck tires on it and it still somehow works. <laughs> I mean, I mean, later on, apparently they put like a flight module on it, so I guess it's just that kind of technology. This all sounds retarded in a way that makes you really want to play this game. Uh, like, actually, that's the thing: is the I gameplay mean, any good? I, I said the gameplay is decently fun in a way. It's, I said, I said, except for the fact that like it's just like a gimped Kingdom Hearts, so I played a better version of this combat system. Okay. But it's not bad. It's you know, it's. I mean, I, I assume when uh, I've like got all his abilities and stuff, I'll be able to string some. Because I've watched, I've watched some videos, and like apparently you can do some kind of crazy things later on. But right now, it's just like, hey, sword combo, spear combo, fire. Okay, so what about the story? You meant you mentioned that uh, you'll just, be getting to the fucking wife. Okay, the wife. Yes, his wife. His wife is basically a character that's in the game for like. I think I've seen her for 30 seconds so far. Even though she's like he he, talk, he talks about her a lot. Basically, she was like the female protagonist for Versus 13, which was the original concept of the game. And, okay. Um, yeah. And they changed her name. They pretty much to changed everything about her in the story, but I guess because her design was popular with the fanboys, she's still in it, but she has no place in the story. She's like the Oracle, who is like supposed to be Noctis's wife, or he, she's his betrothed, because it's supposed to form an alliance with their kingdoms or something, and she's like the Oracle, whatever that means. So, but she's she's only been in the game like for 30 seconds so far, and apparently that doesn't really improve. They're like, she's barely a character. She's only in there because of reusable assets, basically. Yeah, just, hey, we need a love interest. We don't want to design a new guy. Yeah. Or a new gal. So we have this character who was actually like a protagonist at one point. I would just strip all that away and yeah. make her Zelda. Yeah, she's she's Zelda, except I think Zelda did more in Ocarina of Time than she does in this game, apparently. <laughs> yeah, like, I think the only footage I've seen of her in terms of like, gameplay stuff was in a Clueless Gamer bit by Conan O'Brien. Where it was Noctis and her sitting on a bed, being awkward yeah. around each other, and that was it. Yeah, I didn't get I didn't get that part, but it's just like like she has a dog, she's like a dog or something that like finds Noctis on the road somehow, and he's like, "Hey, bring a message to her for me," and then like you get to pick whatever your message is. And I was like, "I'm gonna see you soon," and then he puts it on the dog's collar, and the dog like, th- this is when they're out in the middle of like driving section at like. Sid's oh, there's gas a literal station. dog. Okay. Yes, it's a dog. I thought you meant An like she dog. acted like a dog and was able to find him just by scent in the desert. No, 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 no. Do- her dog finds him in the middle of the desert at Sid's gas station. He he attaches a letter to his collar and he runs off into the distance and somehow gets back to like this other city on the other side of the of the water. Like the first chapter is like you're you're trying to get into a boat to go see the girl. 
But then once you get there, like, hey, there aren't running any boats. And like, and then the guy comes like, your highness, you have to go back to the royal city because it's under attack from the evil empire. So you go back there, and that's when, and that's when like all of a sudden the road trip going to see his wife turns into like, hey, we got to fight the evil empire. You know. So meanwhile, like we do. Meanwhile, they still haven't met in person, but like her dog found him in the middle of the highway at Sid's gas station, ran off into the distance on foot, and somehow got back to this city on the other side of the ocean where his his uh, betrothed is. He's a very good boy. He is. I guess he's good enough to swim like a whole ocean by himself. Yeah, totally. Retrievers, man. So, They're fucking good dogs. So the concept is good. The driving around with your bros is pretty fun, but like there's stuff from the previous game they didn't want to throw away that they stuffed in there anyway, and it really clashes. And I've heard it and I've heard like the, the beginning road trip parts are good, but once like the story starts, it like sucks. <laughs> but I don't know. I haven't gotten that far yet. Sounds good. Yep. So there's that. And uh, remember how I used to play Marvel Heroes? I mentioned it once. Not really now, but sure, we'll say I do. Okay, I, I, I used to play Marvel Heroes, which is like Diablo, but with Marvel characters. Which I played, I've played on and off since it was released in like 2013. Yeah. So I went to go play it the other day. And uh, it turns out the game shut down. <laughs> on, November 5th, on November 15th of this year, Disney announced Gazillion Entertainment... It was it was ending its license with them, and they were going to be shut down by January. And then by d- November 27th, it's just suddenly shut down, and Gazillion went out of business. Oh yeah, I think I saw a story about. I think I saw some stories about that when when that yep. game shut down. Yep, I didn't know about this until I tried to play it the other day, and then they're like, "Yeah, we shut down a month ago." Like the company <laughs> just suddenly went bankrupt, and they pulled the plug on the server. Oh, and I was so like, sad. "Geez, thanks." That was sad. I I like I paid actual money for that game, like not a lot, because it was a, it was a free to play. But like I still paid like ten dollars to unlock some characters. Ah, uh-huh. I guess I should have played it more. I did. They kept saying it was going to last for like ten years, and they were going to keep adding characters as it went on. So I yeah, guess man, we got we got plans to have this game run alongside the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. Well, ap- apparently before this, like they they deleted the Fantastic Four, like. I guess as part of Marvel's attempt to kill them. Yeah, of course. This is this is before the last. Our, our, when the last time I played, I didn't notice, but they're like, "Oh yeah, you could you haven't actually been, play, been able to play as the Fantastic Four for like months. They removed them from the game." How shitty must it, like yeah. imagine imagine if the imagine if like the game had lasted until now, like they had had the Fantastic Four in there, then removed them, and like, oh you fuckers, because Disney just bought out Fox, yeah, and got back the Fantastic Four. That, that is too bad. But hey, at least maybe the next game will have them now. So yeah, so I really liked Marvel Heroes, but they just suddenly shut down. Apparently they they brought it to PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, and like it bombed there. And they were really banking on getting a lot of money from this, so with that having failed, they had nothing else to go for. And uh, then the whole studio went under, and apparently it was run terribly. So, that's the end of Marvel Heroes, folks. Yep. Too bad. I had a lot of fun with that game. Maybe they'll come up with something else. Who knows? Who knows? But probably not. <sighs> and uh, then I went. Then I went back to Fire Emblem Fates, which I'm still 
going through the the story campaign where you you help not Japan fight not evil European Empire. How's that? I just out? got the oldest. Well, I just got the oldest brother to join me, and he has like a sword that he has. He has a katana that's sheathed in lightning that does enough damage to one shot like most of the guys, and it can also attack from range. So, uh, do you mean like? It, do you mean like it was? It was like surrounded in lightning when it does attacks, or that the sheath was made out of lightning. No, 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 no. It's surrounded in lightning. It well, no. The, the, he just holds it as his side, but it's it's surrounded in lightning. Like even when he draws it. Okay, just sheathed so has, in lightning is like on his belt is yes. the bolt of lightning that the sword goes into. No, 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 no. Well, that there there is he sheathes it to his belt like with no sheath, and it's still electrified. That's dangerous. But it's. Yes, it is, but he doesn't care. He should. That's yeah. That's a health hazard. So, yeah, so he can stab with it, or he could just, like, raise it to the sky and have, like, a bolt of lightning hit his opponent. You know, like some kind of skyward sword. Yeah. Well, the thing the thing is that there's there's five mystic weapons, and, like, the main character has one, and then, like, the two, the two brothers of the, the samurai side have one. And then the two brothers of uh, the European side have one. So uh, so you get like three per playthrough, I guess, except if you play the playthrough where you get everybody, which you have to buy as a DLC. So, so that's as far as I've gotten here, but uh, I think the difficulty from the game has just kind of fallen apart. And even before that, you get the first brother with the magic weapon, and he has like a bow that just shoots wind. It shoots arrows made of wind, basically. Like, <laughs> it has... Like it's just it's a bow with no string, and then like the string just magically appears, and then he just shoots wind bolts. So, I think that's a magic weapon I read about once in Narnia. Really? I don't know. I just have in my mind this like fucking fantasy series, like old fantasy series, where somebody got a bow and they just pull back, they just pull back on it, and just the string and arrow appear in it. Yeah, that was the that was the Dungeons and Dragons cartoon. Really? From the eighties, yeah. Uh, uh, I don't think it was that. I don't think it. I don't think it was that. I remember. I, I never watched the D and D cartoon. Oh well, I'm, that was the the main character. Yeah, he had a bow that like had no string, but like whenever he pulled it out, like the string and an arrow would appear. But like, and he'd given, shoot it. Given how much of my time lately has been spent thinking about D and D, I feel like I should. I mean, like if, at if least you ever once. watch Transformers. Or, if you ever watched Transformers or GI Joe, it's kind of like that. I didn't. I think I watched the. I think I watched the Transformers okay. movie once. The original animated one. Yeah, I think for the site. Well, I mean, it's it's your. Yeah, more hot I mean, Rod your, becomes Rodimus Prime. Yep, yep. That's the that's the eighties movie. Okay, well, it's not quite that cinematic because you know that was the big. The big yeah, that was a movie, movie that had Orson like, Welles in it. It's your typical like eighties cartoon. You know, like, like the, the like the archer, like he either shoots magic ropes that tie people up, or he just pins people to walls because you know you can't punch anyone. That's bad. Also that might induce it, I, violence in children. Yeah, I also just kind of find it funny just thinking about it now that Orson Welles put more effort into a commercial than he to a commercial for fucking toys than he did for a commercial for wine. Ah, yes. Oh, the French. Oh, the French champagne. <laughs> There's too much energy. Oh. Oh, the French. 
Well, it's because he got. It's because he he drank so much of the wine. He the was, was soft off his ass. He was actually drunk while he was, and he did not yeah. give a fuck. Nope, he's Orson Welles. Just bitch, I made Citizen Kane. I'm gonna die soon. Peace. Yeah, you already paid me, fucko. Oh, the French. Anyway, back to video games. Yeah. Back to video games. So I. Okay, well, well, right. So yeah, so he has the magic bow, which is kind of like the one from the Dungeons and Dragons cartoon of the eighties. And uh, the older brother just joined with his lightning sword. So uh, I think I'll be finishing the game soon because everything I've thrown them against has one shot at them all. <laughs> oh, and I, I and I and I pl- and I play the uh, the free DLC mission where you meet Crom from Awakening. You know the game that you played and hated. Yeah. Where. Uh, Corin and uh, whoever your party is, like, just randomly steps through a, a portal into the Awakening world, and they run into Krom and like his sister and the big night guy, and they fight a bunch of invisible bandits because I guess they have those in Awakening. Sure, I I didn't notice them. You didn't get very far. Well, I don't know. I got to but chapter like, ten. Like, I was like, you have to fight the. Well, no, it's just like, hey, hey. He's like, I'm a princess. Oh, well, I'm a prince. Oh, isn't that neat? Yes. Well, fuck. This is my retainer. This is my retainer. Oh, isn't that neat? Oh, no, invisible bandits. We should team up to kill them. <laughs> and then you do. I hope it was exactly like that. That is more or less how it went. Just word for word. Word for, well, I may, I may have t- taken a few liberties there. Some paraphrasing? Yeah. So then they kill the invisible bandits and they're like, we should get out of this strange alternate world before we do something that, like, causes a problem. I forget what their reasoning was. Maybe they just didn't like being in Fire Emblem Awakening. Just, well, we need to leave now. We need to leave now. Yeah, and, and, he, give, and he gives you, uh, he gives you uh, like, an item that lets you change into one of the Fire Emblem Awakening classes. And then they leave. And then the party, like, finds somebody unconscious nearby, which I believe is the beginning of the actual Awakening game. Yeah, that, yeah, that they found your character. Yeah. So, uh, okay, so five minutes before that happened, they were fighting invisible bandits with the the cast of Fire Emblem Fates. Sure. Just, just so you know. Good to know. Yep. And I think that's about it. All right, then. Uh, keep in mind that's because this close to Christmas, there are no new releases and no real news. For this week, outside of except for what Alex th- wants to talk about. Except for one thing, Super Robot Wars X, otherwise pronounced as Cross, the latest installment in the Super Robot Wars franchise, which I love very much, coming out uh, in March in Japan, and the English Southeast Asian release, which is how they're getting English versions out these days, on April 26th. And it looks like it's going to be possibly a good one. Yo, you guys like Gundam and Mausinger and other robot stuff I don't know about? Yep. The well, series list is... Now. Yes. The series list is Dytarn 3, which is basically if James Bond had a robot. <laughs> a big robot, mind you. Like a battleship-sized <laughs> robot. In fact, the reason the reason they like having Dytarn 3 in so much is because it's the only 2L-sized unit in the game. Which means it's like 
skyscraper size instead of, you know, just Gundam sized. Instead of just a regular building sized, like you fucking plebeians. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, yeah, you know, that helps. Or Battle or Dunbine, which is what would happen if uh, you get sucked into a random fantasy kingdom that has robots and they want you to be their knight. Because that's basically what happens in Dunbine. The Japanese guy gets sucked into another world, except this happened back in the 80s, way before it was common to have these types of stories. And it's also noticeable because Dunbine hasn't really been in a major game in very... They were they they had briefly appeared in the last 3DS game and the they cameoed before then, but it hasn't been in an actual story game since uh, 2001. Are the 3DS games any good? I don't know. I can't play them. They require a Japanese 3DS. Okay. Because it's not import compatible yet. Thanks. Which is too bad. People make that thing. Yeah. Which is too bad because they, they look like they're really good, but I haven't played them because I don't want to shell out 150 bucks for handheld just to play two games. Yep, that seems like a bad idea. You know. We have our Gundams in here. Zeta Gundam. Double Zeta Gundam. Char's Counterattack. All of these are pr- pretty much in every Super Robot Wars game, but hey. It's popular. Char's Counterattack, Bell Torchica's Children, which is Basically, uh, the the novel version of the movie, Shara's Counterattack, noticeable because it has an upgrade to the main character's Gundam, which is not usually used. The last time we saw the high new Gundam was in Alpha 3 in 2014. I mean, no, 2004. Because 2014 wasn't that long ago, no. It's been over a decade since we've seen the high new Gundam in Super Robot Wars, so people are very happy about that, if you care about your Gundams. Alrighty. Yes. Gundam F91, which is also a rarity, that hasn't been in since, uh, I think, 2002 was the last time we had F91 in any capacity, story-wise. Crossbone Gundam, but that's just units only, which means the character's going to pop up and say, hey, you guys look like you're having a good time, can I join? And there won't be anything about his, his series in there, which they do a lot. Okay. Gundam Wing Gundam Wing Endless Waltz. Have you seen that? Uh no. No, I'm not a big Gundam guy. Really? Which ones have you seen? Seed. Seed. Seed is actually not in this one. <laughs> for the first for the fir- for the first time oh, in drat. like a decade they they took Seed out. Oh, also Iron Blooded Orphans. Iron Blooded Orphans. Oh, yes. One of the Sadly, more recent that, that Gundams. Yeah, I saw that one. It was good. Unfortunately, that one's not... It was pretty good. It was a little more depressing than I'm used to, but it was pretty good. Well, it comes to the territory of child soldiers. Yeah. Well, yeah, so uh, Iron-Blooded Orphans, uh, that's not in here yet because it's too new. Because it only ended last year, and they usually need two years to properly incorporate it. But that'll probably be in next year's Super Robot Wars, whatever that one is. No, the new Gundam here is Gundam Reconquista in G otherwise known as Gundam Reco, which was a very weird show that came out a couple of years ago by the original creator of Gundam, and since he's an old man now, it kind of seemed like the ramblings of a senile old man. 
people tend to t- – some people think it's good, but I just couldn't wrap my brain around it. It was like Metal Gear, basically. <laughs> it's, like if, it's like if Metal Gear was Gundams. Wow. But hey, the, the lead unit of that looks pretty good, so maybe uh, they'll make sense. I mean, they fixed Sea Destiny, so maybe they can fix this. Maybe. <sighs> Anywho. Matt? Mashin Hero Wataru, I don't know what that is. I've never seen it. So it's going to be a complete surprise. There's Dude, Nadia, the secret h- of how many? Wa- how many of these what? fucking series are in this thing? Uh, a couple more. Uh, it's, mm. uh, what was that? I just feel like reading off the entire list of every series that's going to be incorporated into this game might not be what any, might not be what people are coming to the podcast for. Okay, that's true. I just want to say, I just want to mention one more. The next one is Nadia, Secret of Blue Water, because there's no robots in it at all. Oh. Just the battleship. Okay. The battleship that the main character doesn't even pilot. Well, because the last game had y- Space Battleship Yamato, which is like basically a mech series, except there's no mechs, just ships and fighter jets. So, uh, I don't know. This one is going to be weird. It's just like one ship, and the main character doesn't even fight. So, uh, I don't quite know... What to make of that? And yeah, that's about it. The rest is stuff that's been in before. Nothing really new and surprising. Uh, the original Mazen Kaiser's back, but that's about it. If you don't know it, if you don't know all your Mazingers, that won't matter to you much. Yep, there were three different Mazingers in this fucking trailer, and I recognize one of them. Yeah, the original one because it was called Mazinger. Mazinger, Mazinger Zero, which is their newest manga, and Mazen Kaiser, which was. Something that Super Robot Wars invented on their own. Because they wanted to give Mazinger an upgrade. Muscle top, I guess. So we haven't... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's nice to see these things that haven't been in in like a decade. But yeah, if you're not a, if you're not a big Super Robot Wars fan, you might not care. And yeah, that's about it. It's just a bunch of reused series from the next one because they like to reuse their assets now. Yeah. Hey, make most a new asset Most of these cheap. sprites are from... Yeah, make most of these new sprites are from uh, Z3, which came out in 2014. But hey, they changed the animation, so I'm cool with it. I can accept it. Oh, hey, hey. So they're coming not, out not in English in April. In April? Next April? April 26th? No, the current this robots April. Go- That's true. <laughs> yes, this April. This April next year. <sighs> anyway, because it's still t- still technically this year, and yeah, that's all I really have to say about that. So, that uh, does for news, and I'll be doing it for this year. Thank y'all for joining us. We will be back with another episode of the DestroProds.com video games podcast on December. Uh, sorry, on January sixteenth. I'll uh, be getting back to the podcast. Yeah, we'll be getting into the podcast the week of January eighth. But first podcast back will be comics and movies. Then week of the fifteenth will be comic. Will be video games and anime. But yeah, thank God for joining us. Until happy nondescript winter holidays. Yep. Until that's it though. I'm dead, and I'm Alex, who's not dead. I'm alive. And for caveman, they have to come up with a better name. And for Caveman. Caveman is not guys. Caveman's not here, he's in his cave, but yeah. God damn it, Alex. I'm done.
We'll see you guys next year. You can sign off. Fucker! <laughs>